Impact Driven Entrepreneur, episode 40. Today, we're talking all about keeping an engaged group coaching program. Welcome to the Impact Driven Entrepreneur, the podcast that helps you expand your reach and convert that reach into clients so you can lead your tribe with confidence and create change in the world while living the life you desire. And now your host, certified business coach and consultant, Mariana Ruiz. Welcome to the Impact Driven Entrepreneur, episode 40. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. This is awesome. 40 episodes. And if you include the Mom Entrepreneur Success Podcast, which was my previous branding, I have done effectively over 60 episodes of my own recording and producing of a show. This is awesome, okay? Like, not to brag, but I'm just really in this happy place. And I know for the podcast that I listen to, I'm like so grateful that they show up every single week. And I am just happy to be here and deliver content and show up for you. So what I want to do today is I want to talk about group coaching programs. Now, this was a question that came up inside of the Impact Driven Entrepreneur Group um, by somebody who was like, I think their exact question was, how do I run an engaged group coaching program that doesn't wither away? And I have totally been there. I say this with all of this with so much love and kindness and compassion because I've been there. Uh, and, and more specifically, the very first time I ran a group coaching program, it was about three years ago, and I remember it like yesterday. I actually vowed to myself that I would probably never, ever run a group coaching program again. And I actually used to tell myself that group coaching was just not for me because it didn't get people results. And I was committed to always giving my clients results. Now, I want to ask you, how did I turn that whole thing around? How? Number one, one of the things my mentor told me uh, back in the day was uh, that when you coach in a group, there becomes this synergy. And so once he had implanted this idea into my head, I was like, oh, and I started to actually look out to see if I could create that. So he said, once you're in a group coaching environment, you create the synergy where everybody raises each other up and people can get exponentially, you know, greater results just because of that group environment. And so I started you know, once he planted that seed and that idea in my head, of course, I was like, I need to go see this for myself. So I ran, I took all my one-on-one coaching clients and I put them into these little free bonus groups that I would do to get, to uh, put them all together and just kind of like cheer each other on and just kind of like mastermind group, but not an official one. Like they weren't paying for it. I was just doing it for free and just wanting to create this synergy that he was talking about. Um, that was o- around a year ago when I was finally open to doing that. And I had quite a bit of, of one-on-one clients at the time. I think I was around 11 um, and I put them all to, into a group together and I started to see that synergy and it opened me back up to the idea of doing a group coaching program again. So that's when I launched um, my signature program, the impact formula again. So or for the first time, I should say. So anyways, what I want you to get from all of that is there really and truly is a synergy that is formed inside of a group coaching program that cannot be 
um, created in a one-on-one situation. And I am all for one-on-one. I think that it yields incredible results for my clients. And certain people are really best suited for one-on-one. Not everybody is great for a group coaching program. Not every stage of business is great for a group coaching program. And so you want to make sure that you're structuring your group coaching programs and the group type of environments for the right person, for the right stage of business, for all of the right reasons, and that they are really feeling supported there. So with That being at the caveat of everything, what I want to talk about today is some strategies that you can use to actually re-engage your group coaching program or engage a group coaching program that like doesn't wither away as the question was stated. So essentially, one of the first things we have to talk about, and I like questioned adding this, but I really think that it's important for you to think about, and it's about pricing. Now, I am not somebody that is a proponent of just raise your price, like just add some zeros, you're good to go, right? Like, uh, no, right? Like, no, we are all about service. We are all about loving people and making an impact. And so for me, just raising your prices was not an option and or something that I was wanting to do. But what I started to realize is that there is a difference between the level of commitment that you're asking them and the level of commitment that they actually give you. And so that's where the pricing structure thing comes in that I want to talk about here. So I want to ask you this. If somebody pays $100 for six months of coaching in a group with you, or they pay you $10,000 for six months of coaching in a group with you, Which of those two people are going to be more engaged? Which one of those two groups is going to have more engagement? Which one of those two groups is is the person taking the group more likely to actually complete the group and to complete all of the assignments and to actually show up and to actually do it? And I think that, you know, we kind of overlook this, but this is important, right? Like, Pricing matters because it is what we are asking them as a commitment to doing the work inside the program. So if what you're asking your people to do is something very simple, really easy, and $100 for six months is like a no-brainer, I'm pretty much almost going to do it anyways, or it's so actionable and doable that I'm going to do it anyways, well, then it's a very different conversation than if you're asking them to totally step out of their comfort zone, like, you know, create something new for the first time, like all of those things and those mental, emotional roadblocks that will be required to overcome before that they, um, for them to get the result. So I'm not saying charge 10,000. I'm also not saying charge 100. But what I am saying is, Think about your pricing structure and what is the commitment you are asking from them in your group and is that commitment in alignment with the commitment that you're asking of them to complete the information and execute on the information that you're giving them. So that is what I want you to consider. Number two, consider the size of the group. So You know, some groups, if they're too big, can get a little bit uh, disengaged. But as well, it, it can also happen with a group that's too small. 
And so with any other tactic or strategy that I share with you in your in your business, I'm always going to be saying go long distance, go long term, go for sustainability. And so with that being said, this is not a group that you're going to run once. This is a group you're going to be running over and over and over again. If you have never run a group before, uh, just realize that if you're deciding to make group coaching a part of your business structure, that it's something that you're going to be relaunching. It's not something that you do once and goodbye forever. This is something that you're going to be doing over and over and over again in your business. And so what I want you to think about is, you know, playing with that size of how many people you admit into the group and seeing what size is the size that stays engaged, that allows you to create the income that you want, that allows you to have the service and support inside the program that makes sense for you, that's not overwhelming, right? Like we have to play with those numbers to get that size to where it fits everything that you want the group to be. Next, I want to talk about being selective about who you allow in the group. So obviously, if you want an engaged group, you're going to want to take some go-getters in. You're not going to just allow Joe Schmo in who's like going to be the fly on the wall, right? Like we have to be selective about who we allow into the group. And so you can do this via applications, discovery calls, or a combination of both. And um, this is important. Like, I, I don't know what else to say, except this is important. Okay, number four. <laughs> Once you have the group get started, you want to have a central hub for them. So what I have found works best is inside the Facebook group. I have personally been in courses that have the hub be the membership site, but it's like if you forget to log into the membership site, you're not going to see any of the conversations. So it's kind of pointless um, in my opinion. So for me, inside the Facebook group allows for it to be where I am already and I get reminders and I can also remind them and just have a much closer connection. So Think about having a central hub for them and not only just having that hub for them, but actually creating content for that place. So inside the Impact Formula and the Impactful Content Creators Club, for both of my group programs, I have, you know, where I have weekly prompts that go out that ask them questions. I have specific things that I'm asking them about. I have, um, you know, the conversation is going on right? It's not like a desert where you just see tumbleweeds. And so wherever that hub is, I want you to actually ask for the engagement that you're looking for. Next, have a success plan. This is huge. So a success plan starts and begins with them knowing what it means to be successful in your program. So they have to know what they're going to be getting out of the program, what they're going to be like doing in the program and for me personally, I literally created a, uh, a video and a training inside of the impact formula that says how to get the most out of your coaching program. This is important and necessary. I've coached hundreds of people. I can tell the ones that are going to do amazing and what they're thinking, what they're doing differently than the ones that aren't going to get the same results as those people, right? And you know this as the expert as the teacher, as the person who is leading them, 
And so it is our job and our duty to show them what it is that is going to allow them to get the most out of their program. And so that's an, an, another part of it. The other part of the success plan is like just making sure that they are actually seeing everything. Um, this is more of like a technical systems thing, but like when we post about a group call, um, I used to have it where like it was just an email sent and and that wasn't working as well for me and the attendance was low and I was like, what's going on? So what I, what we do is we have 24 hours before a call is the first reminder on um, on Facebook in the group. I go back in and I tag all of them. Um, we have emails that go out with reminders like the day before, the day of. Like there is so many reminders for the call that like you can't really miss the call. <laughs> okay, so that's really important to me because for me, a big part of the group coaching program is the call. And so if you're not attending the call, you're not getting anything out of the program. Not anything, but like you're not getting the most out of your program. You can watch the replays, you can watch all the video trainings, but if you're not there, you're not asking questions and I don't know what's going on with you, you're not getting the most out of your program. That's it. Like there's no other way to sugarcoat that, right? So those are some things you can do to have a success plan is like have a plan for them to actually get the best results. Number six is quality assurance. Now, in that same thread in the Impact Driven Entrepreneur, somebody had asked me like, hey, you know, like, can you share your quality assurance program because it is so good? It was one of my clients. So I'm going to do more podcasts on this. But what I want you to know for the quality assurance is that you want to have a system in your business that ensures that you are giving the most service, the best service that you possibly can. Literally, my job in corporate was to increase the profitability of the hospital that I was working at by decreasing length of stay, by increasing the quality that we were doing. Like there were so many markers. And so it was increased quality, decreased cost, essentially is what my entire job was in corporate. And in doing so, I was able to increase the profit margins of that specific institution that I worked at by over $400,000 in a single month. And the reason I share that with you is because quality is a big part of profit. The more quality care that you provide, and I'm using medical terms here, but like the higher quality your service is, the more you will retain customers, the more that you will profit long term right? And so we, I, I, it baffles me that there are, you know, so many coaches and businesses out there that are not as interested in, in providing amazing service. And it is actually two sides of the same coin. So essentially, that's what my quality assurance process is all about. I'm going to do more episodes on that, but it's really for you to assess how your people are doing and what else they need from you in terms of showing up for the program and getting the most results that they possibly can. Number seven, innovate. So this is a cool one. I'm excited to share this with you. I like was struggling to, to decide on whether I was gonna share this or not because the thing is not over yet, but I'm going to share it anyways. So innovate. Really what happened a few months ago is during my quality assurance calls, I discovered that people were really struggling with what to do every day. So when the group 
started, I was like, okay, well, here's what you do every day, right? We set up, uh, we have trainings on how to create your long-term vision for the year, for the quarter, for the month, break that down, what to do every day for your specific business. Meaning I will never ever, and you can quote me on this, I will never ever tell you these are the three things you got to do every single day, or these are, this is the one thing you got to do every day. I mean, I will give you an idea of what that topic is, but I will never say like, you have to do it this way or that way or the other way. Like, that's not how I roll. So what was happening, though, is that they were really wanting that more. I guess they were wanting more direction as to like, what were the types of things? And what did that actually look like? So I started to give them that and more of what that would look like. And then I showed them how to do it right? So it's not only about telling them what to do, but also showing them how to do it. So I was showing them how to do it. They all knew how to do it. And my quality assurance calls were coming up. They were like, yeah, we're doing it. It's it's going good, but I just don't feel like I'm doing it enough or I know I should be doing this or that or whatever. And I found that it they knew exactly what to do, but they were really struggling with getting it done. And so When I'm talking about being innovative, what I'm talking about here is that like we have to actually solve the problems. We have to actually be involved in the back and forth of a group and like actually answer the problems and struggles going on with them. So because this is what was happening with my group, I decided to be innovative and to actually help them to solve that problem. They wanted more accountability. They wanted more support around getting those things done that they already knew what to do and how to do it. And so I created this thing called the Business Growth Challenge. And what the challenge is, by the way, I'm getting super sick and I'm actually re-recording this last part. So that's why my voice is different. Okay, so the Business Growth Challenge, what they essentially did is... Uh, The group altogether was around 20 people and I split them up into groups of three and four. Inside of those smaller accountability groups, they held each other accountable and, and were kind of teamed up to create a certain level of points. I mean, there's not a quota, but I have a point system for different types of money and income generating activities in their business that they could start to play around with the point system. And effectively, the group with the small group, the small group of three to four people with the highest points will win an in-person intensive with me, which is normally 15,000. So I gave them an incentive to go for that higher, you know, points value. I didn't give them a quota or those activities are things like you know, requesting discovery calls, right? Like it's a very general thing. I don't say like you have to do it on Instagram, you have to do it on Facebook, right? Like you guys know that that's how I coach and teach is like you have to know the fundamentals of the things that are important to grow your business, but how you go about it is totally up to you. So, and and of course they're trained on how to do it effectively and all of that, but I wanted them to have more support on getting those things done that they knew would grow their business. And so this is an innovative way that I came up with that idea. They are two weeks in. All of them have said that it's gone really, really well for them. They're taking more action than they ever have, especially on those income producing activities that they're usually shying away from. And most of them have also said 
that they have gained so much clarity. And then many of them have already had amazing results. So some of them have booked podcast interviews. Some of them have gotten on. One of them even got featured in a book. Clients, obviously. Um, But things like that, that they were wanting to get out there in a bigger way, but were struggling and kind of holding themselves back in a way. And so I did it like this in an innovative way. And so far, it's been going amazingly, (laughs) if that's a word, amazingly. But it's just been really awesome to see their growth through this process. So we're still about halfway through, so we're not really sure how the outcome will be. But But the point here is I just listened to what was going on with them through the quality assurance calls. I provided solutions for them, and I got creative and got innovative. And so, yes, you can go and run your own challenge inside a cha- inside of a group if you want to, but make sure you're solving the same problem, the right problem. And I talked about this last week in our um, episode about choosing a new platform because I think this happens too much, right? Like you see somebody doing a strategy and you're like, oh my god, I want to go do it, but like if we're not solving the right problem, we're not using the strategy effectively. And so that's why I had tip number seven, be innovate, because whatever problem is coming up for you, you will have to be innovative in order to solve that problem. So that is what I want from you. And that is what I want you to take away most of all from this entire episode. Let's recap everything here, because I want to put everything into a nice little bow for you. Number one was make sure that the price that you're requesting as a commitment to join the program matches the transformation and the level of discomfort and emotional turmoil that they will have to undergo and be committed to in order to get the results that you provide. That is huge, okay? Number two, consider the size of your group. Make sure that it's, you know, you play around with it launch after launch, but make sure that it's small enough and large enough for you to reach your income goals, but also small enough to stay engaged. Um, And smaller isn't always better to stay engaged. So just be aware of that. Number three was be selective about who you allow in the group. Who you allow in the group is how the culture of the group will be formed. So it's extremely important that you allow only the right people. Number four was once the group is started, that you have a central hub for them to come and congregate and that you're also really intentional about creating that uh, conversation in that place. Next, you want to have a success plan for your people. So how are they going to actually win at this program? What is required of them? And make sure that they know that, they understand it, and that they are committed to that. Number six, quality assurance calls. This is huge, um, and we will be talking about it further. Like I said, this was uh, one of my biggest things that I did in corporate, and I was able to increase the profit margin of the place that I worked at through high quality and making sure we were using resources extremely well. Um, Innovation is number seven, and just make sure that you're solving the right problem. This is huge. Solve the right problem. So whatever comes up in your group, in anything in your business, just be innovative and come up with a creative solution that is uniquely yours. And also, 
as far as that goes, make sure that you're solving the right problem. My One of my coaches always says A plus B has to equal C, right? Like A plus B has to equal C. Is the thing that you're wanting to implement plus the problem that they're having going to give you that result that you want? Um, and so that is um, everything. I do want to say a couple more things here. Number one, if you enjoyed this program or this podcast and you got anything out of it, please share it with one friend uh, that you know is going to be running a group or that is running a group and wants to get the engagement up in that group. Um, That would be huge and really, really helpful for us to get the word out about this program and about increasing like service and quality coaching programs. It's a huge mission of mine. Okay. Also, number two, for a very limited time, I'm going to be opening back up profit boost assessment calls. And so if you've never been in my circle before, because I know we have a lot of new people around, especially in the Facebook uh, community. So thank you so much. Um, What the profit boost assessment call is, is I will take a look at the key areas of your business that determine profitability. And I will give you a plan for the next 30 to 90 days to increase your profit and impact. Um, This is huge. This is like the love of my work. And uh, the reason that I'm doing this is because a certain percentage of people obviously want to continue and work together one-on-one or in one of my group coaching programs. And so we are going to be opening up some spots again very soon. So if this is something, if you're a go-getter, you want to increase the quality of your service as well as scale in 2018 and scale from a place of service, from a place of high quality and service, then let's chat about that inside of a profit boost assessment call. Go to impactdrivenentrepreneur.com and click at the top under um, schedule a free consultation and we will be chatting soon. Have an amazing day chat with you soon. Head on over to impactdrivenentrepreneur.com where you can find an arsenal of videos, blog posts, and previous podcast episodes to help you increase your profit and impact. Again, impactdrivenentrepreneur.com and click on blog. Enjoy!